Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Kaylin Patterson, P4P Real Talk, Midwest Muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world. That's right, everybody. We're international now. So, yeah, we can say that. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation, stand on. And a vehicle to drive your goals like what, Desiree? Like a Mack truck through ice cream. Yeah, check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's chit-chatter with the banter. How you doing, Desiree? <laughs> I am doing just fine. It's a wonderful Thursday evening. Glad to have everyone with us. Hey, but I have a question. How many of you joined us on Tuesday when we were talking about vaccines? Because if you were with us, then you remember that we had talked about some documentaries and links to get more information so everyone can do their homework and make informed choices. And just wanted to let you know that our guest, Shanda Burke, did come through, and uh, she posted links and those documentaries. Um, so you can check out the uh, the info on P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin, just Look for the uh, post about vaccines and check the comments, and they're all there. But just as a uh, quick review here, I'm going to read through um, a list. There's 22 vaccine documentaries. I'm not going to read all 22, but some of the names, Vaccination, The Silent Epidemic, uh, Vaxxed, Vaccination, Autism Yesterday, Trace Amounts, Shots in the Dark, Autism, Made in the USA, Deadly Immunity, Lethal Injection, Bots, Beyond Treason, and if those snappy titles haven't piqued your interest, there are several more. There are several more. So, hey, glad you guys were tuning in. Just wanted to let you know that that information is out there, and you can check out those websites and um, and those documentary names and, and, you know, just see what you find out. Now, we did have an interesting question come in following the show, which I have shared with Shanda. Haven't gotten her response yet, but basically the question was, what do parents say to their physicians when they don't want to vaccinate? How, how should that conversation be handled or approached, and especially if the doctors are insistent? So we will see um, what tips she comes back with, and then we will uh, we'll share that with y'all. So that was Tuesday's show, and tonight we've got another kicker of a show. Kaylin, kind of set the stage for us on what we're talking about tonight and who we're going to be speaking with. Oh, we're speaking with legend. Uh, there's no other way to say it. A natural bodybuilding legend, uh, well-informed well insightful and also well disciplined with how he's dealing with his business. And that is no, no other than uh, Jim Evans. But also we're talking about, you know, one of his biggest uh, things in his his career is basically ensuring that natural athletes are truly natural athletes. So there's something coming to the, I guess, the new realm of reality. It's kind of a, a making a new mousetrap of an old one and basically putting and slapping a new name on it. But it's still the same mousetrap because uh, once you get in, you really find out just what you're getting into. And that is uh, the the organization that I I just, uh, I I don't want to go into that route because we don't want to go too negative. But uh, there is a a new thing coming up. It's always a new thing. It seems like there's always something new about the same old agenda. And that is a natural acid, and we have to discuss it. I know people seem like uh, we get to picking on things sometimes, but it is the natural community that we're involving, and this basically, I don't want to say threatens them, but it will put a 
a dark format on things and basically call into question the lifestyle that we choose. And we'll just go from there. I'll pass it back to Des, and uh, hopefully we can get this thing started correctly. So to kind of decipher what Kalen was talking about, he doesn't want to say but uh, the name, but I will say the name. So And, I, and he's right, this isn't new. <laughs> there have always, I think, been, quote, unquote, and I'm using my air quotes if you can imagine my fingers over here, natural shows in the NPC. And they're becoming even more prevalent now because there is the NPC natural. And so we have asked Jim, who usually keeps, Jim Evans, keeps his eye on the industry pretty closely and usually has his finger on the pulse in what's going on in bodybuilding and the natural arena to join us tonight to kind of, you know, just work with us on this topic as we really unpack this quote-unquote new natural and how natural it really is compared to the other natural organizations that are out there. But before we get too far, Jim Evans, will you please, we're adding new listeners all the time in the U.S. and around the world. Please introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background for all of our listeners who may not be familiar with who you are. Okay. Well, I'm very glad to be on the show tonight, and hello, everybody out there listening. I hope we've got a few people listening anyway. <laughs> but uh, I've been uh, in the health and fitness industry for more than 50 years and uh, founded the North American Natural Bodybuilding Association, now NABOF, back in 1984. So it's been a long, long time, and I continue to follow the sport pretty uh, actively, write about it whenever I can, and I'm interested in seeing what the future is going to be. I don't know. What do you folks think? Hey, I think it's going to be strong, for real. I mean, we're seeing just leaps and bounds happen, you know, advances happening by leaps and bounds all the time. Some bumps in the road, but the fact that we're willing to acknowledge what those bumps are and people are trying to make strides to uh, overcome those, smooth them out, and make improvements, I think it's got a bright future coming up. Kalen? Yes. Um, I, I definitely know that there is life in the natural community, because you're always going to have natural athletes. I mean, where you don't have to basically create uh, a monster, they're going to be born with the will and drive to want to compete and want to uh, show off their status and basically do the things that are naturally done for the body in a way that takes it to an elite status, which is natural bodybuilding. So as long as you have humans on this earth, you're going to have natural bodybuilding. I can't say as well. For the other industry, if, if you have people constantly being uh, dying, you know, it, it don't, let's, let's just be real about it. You know, you know there's cancer. There's there's plenty of uh, things. Like we were talking earlier. Well, now I was talking to a, a promoter earlier about an issue of basically everybody wants to grow, but they don't think about what they're growing, which would be heart, liver, tumors, cancer. So, you know, as long as that information is being put out there more and more readily and more accessibly, then, you know, people will make a more correct choice and one they can either live or die with. It's just that simple. So I'll pass it back to Jim, and uh, we'll get on the ship. Well, we certainly have some challenges, don't we? That's for sure. I think the, the biggest challenges in my mind are twofold. First of all, the... Uh, Drug testing itself, can it be counted mm-hmm. on? Are we, doing, are we doing enough? Is it valid? And secondly, can the organizations, the different organizations in natural bodybuilding get along? We have more than 50 different organizations in natural bodybuilding, which it, to me is totally absurd. And there are some organizations that are showing some cooperation with each other. But overall, you've got more than 50 organizations. They're each doing their own thing. And the NPC is loving it. That's a major problem because we don't have the cohesiveness. We don't have the organization, the overall organization. We don't have the ability for some reason to get along, to cooperate with you, cooperate with each other. And when you have 50 different organizations, that makes it really tough. It really does. But then each of those organizations have differences in their testing. They have differences in their protocol. They have differences in their judging. They have differences in everything they do. And so somehow we've got to bring those organizations together and on a common page, get everybody on the same page, and then make sure that we're doing the most effective testing that's available out there. 
Uh, there's a lot of question about the, questions about the testing. Uh, urine testing is the standard. Everybody's using urine testing. Um, the polygraph, I think, is imperative because there is no other type of testing out there right now that can go back in time like the polygraph. But the problem there is we're not using a true polygraph. We're using a mini polygraph, an abbreviated version of a polygraph, which is better than nothing, but it's not as uh, as accurate and uh, on the money as it could be. So what do we do about the testing? That's the question. What do we do about the testing, and how do we get all of the more than 50 organizations in natural bodybuilding to get along and start working together? Working together, those more than 50 organizations can be a powerful force. Working separately and individually from each other, it's, it's a pretty tough sell. I'm sure you run into these questions all the time from some of your listeners as well. What do we do about it? Why can't we do something about it? I don't know. Well, I mean, there is that, and there's no denying it. But then I also think if now that the, you know, renewed emphasis that the NPC is putting on trying to offer a uh, a, a natural, I guess, offering, if you will, I mean, th- there's something to it. Yes, we have multiple organizations. Is everyone on the same page with regard to testing? No. But there is, there, there evidently Within those 50 organizations, they're making enough of a dent that the NPC, while they're loving our discord, they're taking notice because now they're trying to grab more of that segment that they have begun to lose. So I guess, you know, when we're talking in the 50 plus, are we including the NPC in that arena because they're quote unquote natural now? Or is this still something totally different? And I think that's part of the question for tonight's show. Um, Kaylin, you wanted to jump in? Yeah, uh, to answer Jim's question, you know, there there is good and bad, and we, we're definitely fighting an uphill battle. If, and if, for the people that don't understand what we're talking about, it's, if you're still new to the industry, there is, a, you know, and I'll put it in air quotes, war going on for who's going to get the market of the competitors. You have basically stability, good marketing, and a, a foundation that is already set in stone, which would be the NPC. And then you have instability and insecurity about how they're going about things with the understanding that they do want natural athletes. And like Jim was saying, it's become questionable simply because you you don't want to muddy the waters. And I think that's what some organizations were willing to do. And I said, then they just become NPC light. And if you have that, then why not just go to the NPC? If you're going to be a true natural organization, then why not show some unity? Why not show some discipline and some maturity and work together to ensure that even if competitors go to a different store, albeit you know Walmart, Kmart, Target, that they're still buying the same product, whatever price you're putting on it, it, it should be of some uniformity. And that's when you talk about the drug testing and the polygraph testing. If we're not addressing this on the same way, that we're basically causing conflict in-house, which is foolish if you think about it, because we're, there's so much infighting and catfighting, then who would want to come to it if they understood exactly what they were getting to, whether they were understanding they were getting a true show or basically somebody that's doing something. You know, you know like I said, it, it, that mousetrap that's built, we keep trying to remark it, but it's the same mousetrap. And we, we're basically, instead of building mousetraps, why don't we just build a nice house and everybody live in it? Beth? Yeah, you're talking to the organizers out there. You're talking to these uh, organization heads. And what, what are you hearing from them? Why can't they get along? Why can't they agree on anything? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Is it money? Is it power? Is it ego? I don't know. But why, after all these years, we started NAMBA in 1984, and there were some, a couple of organizations even before that. After all these years, decades, why can't the sport come together and work in harmony? I don't, I don't get it. And maybe somebody out there listening can tell us why. I don't know. But uh, together, united, we're a powerful force, and the MPC wouldn't have a chance. But the fact that we're unorganized and the fact that we don't get along together, the fact that everybody's doing different drug testing, makes it an easy play for the MPC to introduce natural. You see, the public doesn't know the difference between natural and natural. 
To them, it's the same thing. The athletes can determine which organization they want to compete with and which one they think is more legitimate than the other, but the public doesn't care. The public just says if you call it natural, it's natural. If you have drug testing mm-hmm. of any kind, that's all the public cares about. It's the athletes that had the individual differences, but we're all appealing to the same public. The MPC will be, compete, or will be appealing to the same public that the natural organizations do. There's no difference there. So whoever can get the biggest piece of the market. So we've divided the natural market into 50 different groups. The MPC only has one organization to worry about. They don't worry about anybody else. So we've got a real challenge there. And yeah. I don't know. I, what scares me is that the MPC can come on board now and do call something natural and get away with it. And a lot of the athletes that have been competing in these other 50 organizations are going to start thinking, wait a minute, why am I beating my head against the wall here and trying to having 50 different decisions to make with all these different contests when I can go with the one organization that's been around for a long time, they're established, and now they're going natural. Now, we can, in the natural organizations, we can look at that and say, well, but that's a joke. They're not really going to test. They're not really going to do this. We don't know about that yet. We can call them illegitimate because they're late to the game. But they're not late to the game in the sport of bodybuilding. They know exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're going to take advantage of our disorganization. They're going to take advantage of the fact that we can't get along and come to an agreement or anything. That's what it amounts to. They may not ever do the polygraph. They may do just urine testing, but that's all WADA uses is the urine testing. And WADA is the gold standard in urine testing. So where's it going to go? It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. But we've got a lot of really, really good people out there in the natural natural bodybuilding sport. We've got a lot of good organizers. We've got a lot of good confidence out there. We've got a lot of uh, really great organizations with good, solid people behind them. But for some reason or reasons, they're not working together. They continue to do their own thing year after year after year. We argue about it. We talk about it. We debate about it, and nothing ever changes. It just keeps right on going. Well, the NPC might create just the impetus now to force them to work together. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, For every action, there's a reaction. And, uh, you know, the show topic is basically – you know, why did they create this NPC like with the NPC natural? And one of the biggest reasons we've had uh, in Illinois is because they've taken such a hit from the natural shows that have been popping up. And, you know, it's basically severely lowered, limited, I guess, uh, the competitive numbers they've been able to have in the show. So they had to do something. And I think, like you're saying, because they are basically doing their reaction, the natural community is going to have to react to that. And, and and if they don't, then it will be some upheaval because you know we're, we're we basically force their hand, and now they're trying to force ours. If we don't understand that we you know we we basically set up something that can work by doing better and taking care of the athletes much better and doing it in a uniform way because in the in in I don't know where it's, what's happening on the east and west coast. But there have been multiple people from multiple organizations that are doing one accord, and I think that's the basically the the pinnacle of what we're trying to do. And in that process, people are working together to actually promote the athletes in a way that actually is fed in action instead of just in words. Because I know that's one of the things I used to hear all the time. You know, we want to take care of the athletes. We want to take care of the athletes, and it seems like that was the first thing that was happening is somebody actually taking care of the athletes. Well, now you have gentlemen and women that are working together to ensure that those things happen, and they happen in a way that the athletes can also feel like competitors, feel like pros, and feel like human beings instead of stock herded animals. So, you know, that's a start. But what else um, can we do to keep putting the pressure on a well-founded organization that's not built on natural athletes? Well, the organizations are going to be forced into it, whether they like it or not. They can they can keep putting it off. They can just get in their, in their minds. They're saying they don't have to do anything. That their organization is the best. Their organization is doing everything they can. So they'll continue to put off this decision, and the NPC will be laughing all the way to the bank. They'll take over. It's just a matter of time, unless the natural organizations do something now. They can't keep putting it off year after year after year like they have in the past. The time has come. It's now or never. 
if they don't come together and start working together and get their testing protocol and everything down where everybody's doing the same, they're going to have a serious problem. And there won't be more than 50 organizations pretty soon. It'll narrow down to one, and they'll call it the MPC. The public doesn't know the difference between natural and really natural, and a lot of athletes don't really care either. If it's a natural contest, they call it natural, they do any kind of testing at all, that's good enough for a lot of athletes out there. It's all about perception. Now, the true legitimate natural athletes – now, go ahead. I was going to – well, go ahead and finish your statement and see – and we'll see where that goes. Okay. The really true natural athletes that have never cheated and never will, I respect them greatly. But they're having to make a decision. They're having to make an individual choice among more than 50 different organizations as far as which organization has the best testing for them in their mind, in their opinion. With the MPC, they're just going to use the word natural, and they'll do some kind of testing. But just the fact that they're calling themselves natural will be enough to convince the public and will be enough to convince a lot of these, even the best natural athletes, to make the change. We'll see what happens, but it's, it's scary. It's really scary. But go ahead. You had some thoughts. I, I did have some thoughts. I, I, I agree with 50%, maybe with even 75% of what you're saying. I agree that the uneducated public, your novice athlete, someone who's not really interacted much with a natural organization they will see that natural and jump on board because the NPC is in more places than we are, even with all of our organizations. They have more shows. They have that reputation because still for so many, a lot of it largely due to the popularity of Arnold Schwarzenegger and all the big-time bodybuilders that people associate bodybuilding with, that's what bodybuilding is to them. So I totally agree. I get that. But for the athletes that are out there that are true to being natty, they are asking questions. I've seen them out there on the message boards. In that, now, and I also have to agree that their, their attention is up. They're looking into it, but at least they're asking questions. And if they themselves are true to, them, true to their desire to be natural, they're going to see through the smoke screen that the NPC is putting out because – they're going to be disgruntled with their efforts or whatever their process is for being natural, which, by the way, I've looked. I can't find it. So if someone out there can show me some criteria for an NPC natural show, I would love to see it because I have yet to find it. Um, yeah. Those athletes, they're going to stay true to themselves. Those marginal natural athletes who are on the fence, who get stardust in their eyes, and they're more concerned with bigger cash prizes, bigger promotional opportunities because, yeah, the natural side is not there yet. They're trying. They're working on it. They're making strides and inroads, but they are not to the level of the NPC. Yeah, they're going to switch regardless. They don't need NPC to put a natural stamp on it for them to switch. They're already doing it. So, I mean, and and there's that aspect of the show as well. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm watching. I'm waiting to see how that natural stamp truly impacts things. But the natural community, you're right. We've got to step up and we've got to do more and we have to communicate more so people understand that there is a difference and what they should be looking for. And if that sifts out some of the weaker natural, true natty organizations, quote, unquote, then that's part of it. But the stronger ones, they are going to have to continue to up their game. But we are seeing them do that as well. Yeah, go ahead, Kayla. Go ahead, Jeff. What bothers me, and I think we need to look behind things a little bit, uh, I mentioned the public perception. You still have a lot of people out there in the public that think Lance Armstrong is a hero. They don't care whether he used anything or not. They only care about the performance. True. The guy was a great athlete. They look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they don't care that he used steroids. Because Arnold has this public persona, this public image. That's all they care about. You don't. I've seen advertisements on TV, and you have too, commercials using bodybuilders. But they're never natural bodybuilders. So the advertising True. agencies, the media out there, they are attracted to the extremes. And they don't see the extremes in natural bodybuilding. 
So until we get through to the media, until we get through to the public, the rest of the stuff is irrelevant. We're looking for it. We want our bodybuilders to make more money, to have more opportunities, to get more exposure. Why aren't they getting exposure? Because the public has a perception of what they want a bodybuilder to look like. And they don't care whether they use drugs or not. It's that image that's up on the screen. That's all that matters. Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger an idol to everybody? Even the natural bodybuilders themselves idolize Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why? Because he won their Mr. Olympia, because he did this, because he did that. Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I've written about this before, would never have become Mr. Olympia, would never have become a movie star, would never have met Maria Shriver in his wildest dreams if he hadn't used steroids. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it, but they don't care. And so until the public cares, we've got a big problem out there. It goes beyond what we want to do with drug testing and getting the organizations to work together. Until the public really cares, we may not have a chance on this. Just like the Olympics, we love to see Americans go there and win their, their gold medals in the Olympics and so forth. And then when they get busted, they don't get busted sometimes for up to eight years after the event. And then somebody takes away their gold medal and nobody ever knows about it. Nobody ever hears about it. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, they're getting away with the cheating all the time because the drug testing is not accurate enough or fast enough to stay up with the cheating. So that's a problem too. But even there, that the media and the public, they don't care. They just want winners. It's their perception of somebody being a great champion. They don't care how they got there. They don't care how they do it. They don't care what they use. So we've got to somehow get across to the media and to the public that there is a difference between using these drugs and not using them. Uh, That's a tough sell. We can do that. And and, and you're right, we've made some progress over the years. But how many years is it going to take? Yeah, that's Natural a good question. Been around for what, 30, 30, 40 years now. And we're not any further away, really, than we were before. And the NPC just keeps rolling like a big freight train. And they get all the attention. They get all the publicity. And that's why these athletes, bodybuilding, you have a, any athlete, you have a short period of time to make it. Bodybuilding is probably a little bit a longer career than many athletes, but the fact is if you, if you don't make it, you're not going to stay in contest shape for 30 or 40 years usually. You're going to compete for about 10 years, and you're going to call it quits and move on to something else. And they've got one shot at it. They need the publicity now. They're not going to wait another 10 or 20 years to make a magazine cover. They're not going to wait another 10 or 20 years to make a big paycheck. They want it now. What can we do to make that happen now? One way, that's for all the organizations to come together once and for all and, and be unified and powerful and make it happen. If you take all the resources that these organizations are using, the money they're putting out for prizes, the money they're putting out for trophies, the magazines that they all individually have, and so take all of that power and put it together into one organization or at least one uh, not even an organization, really, but one entity where all the organizations are working. I would say one understand. Look at the resources that are there, and we're not using them. The resources are divided among 50 different organizations. That's crazy. NPC, they got one place. So all the yeah. money's flowing into one organization. That's what makes them so strong. They get all the publicity. They get all the money. They get all the endorsements. And we're dividing it up among 50 different organizations. That's crazy. That's insane. Are the athletes asking the organizations out there, why can't we work together? What excuses are they hearing? Don't buy the excuses anymore. 30 or 40 years is long enough to hear excuses. What are you going to do about yeah. it? Anyway, I could, go, I could rant about this forever. It's just, it's just amazing to me to watch this happen over the decades that have gone by, and nothing's, nothing's different. We're having the same conversation we did before. Same old, same old. All right, guys. And the same natural, you... and these natural athletes are out there supporting the guys that are using the drugs. They go and watch it in their contest. They pay to go in there and watch an IFBB contest. They pay to set up an exhibit at the Arnold. They pay for all this stuff. They're helping the yeah. NPC and the ISBB, but with their own money, and they don't think that's a conflict at all. Are those guys, you see Arnold Schwarzenegger coming out and paying money to buy a ticket to a natural show? 
Never. I'd like to see that. No, they'd let him in for free just because he's Arnold. Yes. So when are we going to shape up and get smart about this whole thing and face the reality of it? You you can't financially support or even morally support what you're supposedly competing against, what you're fighting against, but that's what we do. (laughs) It's true. It's insane. That's very true. Why are we doing that? No, it is. And some of you guys listening out there, you're doing the same thing. You know Arnold Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger is your hero. You love the guy. Dorian Yates, whoever it is. Ronnie Coleman, you love these guys. Not because they use drugs. You don't care. I had a guy that I wrote about years ago. Uh, he was uh, one of, he used to finish old third or fourth in most of my contests. He was a good little athlete, just couldn't quite get the top mark. But he was natural. So we went back to his home gym in a small town in Iowa, and the buddies at the gym convinced him to go on the juice, and he did. Within six weeks, he put on about 25, 30 pounds. He was bigger, stronger, everything. And his whole personality changed. Then he had a serious, almost uh, almost fatal incident and almost died from it. And I, so I wrote a whole article about him. A series, it was a series of about eight or, eight or ten different uh, articles on how this happened to him. So I bumped into him a few years later. And I said, give me an update. He sends me a picture of himself with Ronnie Coleman. And I said, wait a minute. You almost died from using steroids. And this guy is still your hero. I don't get it. He was in intensive yeah. care for about a week. His parents you know, paid 15 grand out of their pocket to, get, to help him out medically and everything. He was embarrassed about it all. But Ronnie Coleman was still his hero. I said, I don't get it. I don't get it. And we've got athletes out there, natural athletes right now, listening to this show that still idolize yeah, these guys. Why? You idolize the very thing that you're against. And the public well, sees that, too. I, oh. Yeah. What do you tell the public when you see that kind of a conflict? Anybody explain that one to me. Well, you know, our listeners are coinciding on that thought right there. I'm going to go ahead and read this statement from Jake. He says, if our natural didn't idolize and worship the enhanced names that compete in enhanced shows, it wouldn't be so popular in the mainstream. Naturals aren't helping themselves by constantly speaking, going, promoting to all these enhanced events. Naturals, to an extent, right. aren't helping themselves. That's from Jake. And Kaylin has expressed that on this show for many years. Uh, this Amen. one is from Linda. America and American morality has slipped to a level that is becoming a sad state. Natural bodybuilding can bring that back once enough understand it fully. Those are Linda's thoughts. Um, and then one more from Delana, Delana, and then Kaylin, I know you want to jump in. How come the athletes who've been showing up to natural shows and realizing they're in, realizing that others are enhanced aren't speaking out against them? So there we go. Kaylin? Well, you know, this is why they've come in with the uh, the NPC light, which would be the the new natural. And I put that in air quotes because if anybody's right. read, uh, read the criteria, they they know that they're getting stepped on, so they're coming up with a a new marketing scale, a scheme. I'm sorry, and it's it's clever in a way because, like Jim said, no one's doing the homework and uh, you know basically doing their due diligence to find out exactly what they're getting into because. It's marketed so well that, like you said, and I've seen it myself, where the natural athletes, well, and I've, I've, well, like they said, I've, I've spoken about this. Why is there so much enhanced things spread around social media, and then you have a, a local show with natural athletes, really natural athletes, real natural athletes? You work out with them in the gym, you talk with them, you see them the diet, and you won't promote them for nothing, and it, it just blows me away that we go to such an extent that uh, we, we basically don't even address the natural athletes like we're supposed to be addressing natural athletes. We talk about them as an afterthought. And like Jim's saying, yeah. if we don't get more involved in it, then how can they possibly go mainstream because the only people that are speaking about it are the people that don't know enough to actually bring up uh, you know, factual evidence to dispute the exact thing we're talking about. The, the enhanced yep. community basically smothers all that information. I mean, you hear you heard about 
Rich Piana, how tragic his death was. You heard about Dallas McCarver, how tragic his death was. And then if you go to the research about how they died, it's shocking. I mean, you're talking about a man's heart that is twice the size of a normal human heart. And then another guy's heart size, basically a two-thirds the size of a natural human heart. I mean, they're, they're so enlarged that they basically can't even beat anymore. And you, you've never heard that come out, not even in the mainstream media, was there an outcry of how they died and, and you know, how useless it was for that to happen. It was just so pointless, and yet it's never even discussed other than somebody actually like 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 Jim or myself basically checking out or, you know, what's going on, and then you see oh, it, it's glaringly obvious that, you know, there was drug use involved, and, you know, it's not a big thing because now we're moving on to the next enhanced guy, and hopefully he can last long enough to make us enough money in the industry yeah. by selling uh, him as what you would call bodybuilding. I've always called it body well, destruction. And you talked about a mousetrap. You mentioned a mousetrap earlier. The, the MPC is the biggest mousetrap of all because look at it this way, yes. everybody. If you're out there listening, just think about this. Okay, so they start a natural division. That is automatically going to attract more athletes that all that, that have perhaps in the back of their mind said to themselves, I don't want to use drugs. So now the MPC is going natural. That's great. All that's doing is sucking them in. And then at those yeah. natural contests, the MPC natural contests, you're going to see the enhanced athletes. They're going to get exposed to this. But the MPC yep. is not crazy enough to give maximum publicity to the natural athletes. They're still going to you know, basically publicize their big dogs. So it's just a, a feeder system into the enhanced version. That's all. It's just a feeder system. They know exactly what they're doing. They won't have to say anything. They'll just suck up all these new amateur athletes that want to get involved in it under the auspice of being natural. And the more they get exposed to the sport, the more they compete, the more the enhanced guys they see out there, the more they want to do it. And pretty soon they take the next step, and we know what that is. Yep. So when are we going to wake up? When, when is the natural bodybuilding going to do anything about it? Are we just going to sit back and wait another 10, 15 years and just be, remain a fringe sport forever? Because that's what it is right now. It's just a fringe sport. You ask anybody about bodybuilding, do they know anything about natural bodybuilding, the average person on the street? No. They have no idea. They only see what they see in the media. They only see what they see in commercials. That's all they know about the sport. They wouldn't know a natural athlete from from anything. They don't know the difference. What are we going to do about it? Anybody out there listening want to give us some input? I'd love to hear it. There you go, guys. You've got the challenge. Um, And Shonda, hopefully you've heard the answer to your question. I know you were wondering why the NPC had already had natural shows. Why do they need to market a new brand? Well, this is why. They've seen enough of a threat, even though, yeah, it is smart. Even though we may not, Natty may not be a true threat to them, they've seen enough of it that they want to just be able to put it down. And as Jim said, they're conditioning their athletes into a feeder pipe, into their overall overarching system. While there are some athletes out there who may have successfully, natural athletes successfully managed to compete NBC and not start using anabolic steroids, there are twice as many, oh, I can't even, I, you know what, I'm not going to lie because I don't have the statistics, <laughs> but I do know there are several athletes out there who thought they could go in natural and stay natural, and they failed because they get a taste of what it is to see, to be on the other side, and it becomes appealing to them, and they go for it. And they have 101 reasons why that was the right decision. And while Natty may have been their mantra for several years, as soon as they cross over, then all of a sudden Natty is the worst thing, you know, out there. And they yep. and they will curse right. it, and they will curse it with their last breath. Even though they once breathed Natty, now it's a curse to them. Kaylin, you? That's right. Well, Jim touched on a good point. And that is the understanding that it is a feeder system. And if we go to that understanding, there could be thousands of natural athletes that would never, ever touch drugs of any kind because they're around natural individuals through their work day, through their family, through their friends, through their lifestyle. 
But now if you go into a quote-unquote normal environment, a normal society, and a normal community that are all enhanced, and you're seeing them being praised, you're seeing them being, you know, given accolades, magazine covers, this would be appealing if you're an attention seeker by nature. I mean, some of us are, 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 you know, quiet individuals. Some of us are basically doing everything to be seen. You can go on any social media page and almost write, write, write a book on somebody's life just off of how they throw themselves out there and how they promote themselves. Now, if they can be promoted from an outside source, that's even better for them. I mean, you, you look at social media right now, and it's the most outspoken, vulgar rule, however you want to say it, that get the attention. And then they can basically have a driving force behind them to sustain that kind of attitude, and they will be promoted well. So, you know, you, you have things that are basically set out there, and if it could be marketed correctly, like they're doing with this natural, well, you know, I don't want to call it natural, this uh, basically placebo that is another alternative but basically the same thing, just under a different name, branded well, I guess is the best way to say it, marketed well, but really yeah, the same yeah. entity. It's, it's, it's a bunch well, of bunk, but to the person that doesn't know any better, it sounds pretty good when you've got such disarray on the other side. They have set us up for, the, for a slaughter. Just imagine you've got a group from the top end, NPC guys out there sitting in a meeting, they're sitting around talking with each other and say, you know, we we need more contests. We need bigger contests. We need for all of this. Well, look out there. They've got more than fifty different natural organizations right now. So why don't we put together our own natural uh, group within the within the NPC? And even if we don't get all of them, but each of the, if each of those fifty organizations has at least a thousand athletes, that's fifty thousand natural athletes that are out there that could potentially come to the NPC if we do our natural thing here. So let's just take ten percent of them. Okay, so 5,000 natural athletes leave the R50 natural organizations and go to the NPC. They have picked up 5,000 natural athletes, and they did nothing to get them in the first place except start a natural division. We've done all the work for them. We've created the athletes. We've already shown that athletes want to compete in drug-tested events, so now they start doing it, and all they do is suck our athletes away. They have set us up for the slaughter. And the only way they've been able to do that is because of our own divisions within the natural sport. If we were working together, that would never happen. But the fact that we've got more than 50 different organizations, we have divided ourselves. We're weak, and the NPC knows it, and they're looking at that and just drooling. They say, oh, boy, all we have to do is set up our own natural thing here. We're going to suck those natural athletes that are already competing out there anyway. Let's just bring them over to us. That means more money for us more athletes for us, more endorsements, everything. They know exactly what they're doing. And why not? Any other business, it's a business. Any other business would do the same thing. We have set ourselves up for the slaughter. I'll say it again. It's there. What are we going to do about it? Anybody out there listening, what are we going to do about it? Or are we just well, sit back the first thing first, I hope we never end up doing business like the NPC. I realize business and business, I've been a small business owner, but I would rather be out of business than be a corrupt business. Um, Sheldon has a thought for us, or at least a question. If the competitors come together, would that make orgs move faster to get the ball rolling better for true natural competition? That's Sheldon's question to Jim's challenge. Kaylin, I know you've got some thoughts. Lay it on us. No, yeah, I don't think so. Well, the athletes aren't going to come together because the athletes are aligned with the organization they're aligned with. It's a political thing. Whoever is the head of that organization has friends, associates, that, and they and they develop a loyalty to that organization. So you have fifty different organizations, fifty different groups of people competing, fifty different uh, avenues of loyalty. It's the heads of the organization that have to come together, not the athletes. The athletes aren't strong enough to come together. They're not. They're not a union. They're not going to, they have no ability whatsoever. They can talk about it, but they're never going to come together like that. The organizations have to come together. And, Caitlin, you know well, a lot of people out there that are heading these organizations. What do you have to do yeah. to bring them together? Well, you know, the, the thing that happens when people don't come together, it seems like they become more divided. 
And yes. like I said, with, with one of the good things that's happening in the Midwest, in, and, and I'm thankful to see it, is like I said, we have organization people that are coming together for the competitors. And because of that, the competitors have seen something better. And they can now, they, they won't go back to those lesser shows, lesser events, and lesser promotions. So it's kind of a mix in, in the Midwest, and, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm thankful for it. And I know we have one thing called the, uh, the Natty Revolution where the competitors were brought out from a concept. And I go back to Joe Perez when he said, hey, why can't this be about the athletes? And his show was set up about that. And so he's been constantly, year after year, been able to do on a good promotion. And it's also backed by good sponsorship that it can be driven to basically increase each year. And I know a lot of the people in the Midwest said, you know, that's a good concept to use, and they've done so. And in that process, the athletes are saying, you know, well, then why am I spending money at a lesser event when I know I'm not going to be treated as well as I was treated here? I'm not going to be addressed as an athlete, and I'm not going to be addressed as, as, a, as a human being. I'm, I'm, I'm more, I don't want to go back to that stockade, that herded mentality, and basically a couple yeah. of quarter turns booted off stage. So, you know, that's a, a, a good start. It, it definitely, like, we, like um, I'm sorry, like Jim has said, it shouldn't take 40 years for this to happen. But thank God that it's happening in, in, in a time where we can be a part of it and support it as best as we know how. Well, yeah. I hope so. I think I, I, I don't mean I'm not negative on the sport. I think there are some really, really terrific natural organizations out there. I think think there are some really, really good people out there, some good leadership. But we can't wait thirty, forty more years. And yes, some no. uh, every no. year there's some, no. more things happening. But when, how soon? We can, there's no there's no time. It's got to happen now. The yes. FPC isn't going to wait around. They're not going to wait thirty, forty years for us to get our act together. They're going to do it right now. So what's the response going to be from the natural organizations? Sit around and, and, and be eaten alive and die? Or just finally get together, get their act together? Amen to that, brother. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we've got such a great sport. We really do. And we've got some just truly good people out there that believe in doing things the clean and natural way. But there's strength in numbers. No matter how many people we have in natural bodybuilding, no matter how good we are, unless we can work together, we haven't got a chance. And I, I, don't, I, I wish I could be more optimistic. And I, I, I love what I'm seeing about some of the organizations actually working together out there right now, but it can't be just some of them. They've got to all get on the some, same page. Forget about the politics. Forget about the egos. Forget about the power. Forget about the money. And start thinking about the sport. How do we bring the sport together? How do we get those organizations together? How do we work together as a team to be a formidable force against the MPC? Because if we don't, we're going to eat us alive. We all know well, in the back of our minds. We... Go ahead. I, and I don't know. I don't know that I know that in the back of my mind. Uh, you know what I keep thinking of is that yes, I see it. I I can't disagree with what needs to be done, but the thought that keeps coming to me is that Goliath still fell, and it can happen, and it is happening. And you know what? I don't have the answer to what's the natural community going to do, what's it going to take, because you know what? Change could tomorrow, change could trigger, and next thing we know, things are falling into place like dominoes. And who knew it would happen that fast? I don't know, but I think the organizations do know. Something needs to happen. And what, what that trigger is going to be, I have no idea. But you know what? I still, for the sport I love, I still got to have faith. So we're just going to keep doing what we can do, educate as best that we can. We can only control our part of the world and encourage and talk and, you know, lobby our own folks to do what's right, to do what's right. Here's comments from Sheila. It's a battle. It's an uphill fight. It's an uphill journey. We simply can't give up. The alternative is a bunch of drug users and abusers. And, Sheila, I say amen to that. The, alter- the alternative is far is something that I don't even want to consider, and it's the reason not to give up. Because I'm going to bring up this story one more time, and this is why. 
most of our athletes are grown. They're there. They've made decisions. But, you know, there's still a lot of young people out there who haven't decided. And I go back to the time my husband is in the gym and this young man is recording him because he's following what he's doing. He's seeing an example. The first question out of his mouth was, do you take steroids? There have to be enough natty examples out there that when they get asked that question by our young people, they can honestly say no and be that representation. Be that representation of what the natural body can do without enhancements. And that's why we keep going on. Kaylin? No, that's, that's a that's a terrific story. It really is, and I, and I agree with the sentiments on that totally. We have a societal problem. It isn't just bodybuilding. It's in all sports. And yeah, you see it true. every day where somebody gets – but the penalties are never enough either, which gives you an idea of what the public perception really is. If a top football player in the NFL or an NBA basketball player or somebody gets busted, they get penalized, maybe one or two games, and I'm fine. Well, when you're making millions and millions of dollars every year and you've got a – a whole bunch of games during the year, it's not enough of a penalty. I've always said this, and I still believe this. If you get busted one time, if you fail a drug test one time in any sport, you should be busted for life, suspended for life, no more competition, period. But they won't do that because it's all about money. They'll give them a light suspension. You, you remember the uh, old few years ago, was Milky Cabrera was playing with the San Francisco Giants. And uh, was voted most valuable player in the All-Star game. And then he got busted for failing a drug test. So they suspended him for the rest of the season. And he turns around at the end of the season and signs a brand-new contract for $17.5 million with another team. So yeah. what was the penalty? If he had been suspended for life, I don't think he ever would have taken the chance in the first place. And I don't think most athletes would. If they really seriously saw that they were going to be busted for life, they wouldn't do it. But the penalties are not severe enough. So they just keep on doing it because it's all about the money. And that's the same yeah. thing in bodybuilding. With the NPC, they have an opportunity of making more money, getting more notoriety, endorsements, all of this. Natural bodybuilding can't do that yet. And the pressure on athletes <laughs> in every sport is incredible right now because, the, you know, the, the, the parent doesn't care if his kid takes steroids if he gets a college scholarship. And then he doesn't care if he takes steroids if he gets an NFL contract. They don't care. It's all about the money. So it, it's a societal change that we're going through right now. I don't like it. It's not, uh, you know, when we're in natural bodybuilding, we're purists about this. We want it to be truly natural. Do it the right way. Do it clean without any enhancement. But the public doesn't see it that way. How do we get the public to start seeing it that way? How do we get some of these magazines and newspapers and so forth I can add to, to start, 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 yeah, why aren't they covering the natural sport, the natural athletes? Why aren't they? There's where the athletes can put the pressure on. But, you know, I know what they're going to say. Honestly we, want, we, want, we want the guy that looks the best. We want the guy that hits the most home runs. We want the guy that scores the most touchdowns. We don't care what he uses. The public just wants to see a winner. So we got a problem well, out there it, through the whole society. Like I said, we're fighting against a normal that is not normal. And That's there's right. been some, some, some definite stressing that has happened because of that, we, I mean, yeah. what, when I look back, what my mom used to, when she started nursing, there was a more concern over a person's overall health. Then it fell into, you know, how soon can we get them back to functioning, back to yeah. work? And that meant drugs. And because of that, you know, it, it went from basically having hospitals to basically having drug dispensaries. And, you know, yep. because of that, you, it's a lot easier to accept the fact that someone is on drugs because I'm taking them. It's a lot easier to yep. understand when somebody is basically struggling because I'm doing it. Instead of saying, you know, we have to step our game up and do better, and, yes, it's going to be harder work. Who wants to hear about harder work when you've got a pill for that? You, you, you talk right. about, we, we speak about these things, but if we're fighting an uphill battle, we need to know that we have to set the forefront. And if we step up and speak out like we should, instead of applauding people that should be arrested for drug abuse, then, you know, and getting getting some kind of solution to their lives and their health, because you don't see the marketing side of the death. You don't see the marketing side of the health issues. You don't see the side of the tumors 
that can't be removed. I mean, these things are basically removed from society, and, and it's it's a good marketing ploy. But if we speak more about it, you know, it's like, well, okay, I'm speaking against the person I idolize. I, like I said before to you, Jim, I was crushed when I found out that Hulk Hogan was using I was crushed when I found out that Arnold Schwarzenegger was taken. I was crushed when, when yeah. Stallone is getting caught with the, with the human growth hormone. It hurt, but it's something I had to live with. And I said, then why am I sitting there idolizing people that are doing the very thing that I cannot do? I refuse to sit there and, and damage my body to an extent where it's no longer functioning or, or functional. And if we keep that in mind, then we can improve the sport because we can set ourselves in stone. We can be that foundation that people can build on because as long as we keep being wishy-washy, then they have every right to be so as well. And I know that we have a stronger mentality than that. Everyone on this panel right now is showing that we truly believe and have a passion for the natural athlete and the natural industry, then we should be able to say it's not going to happen on my watch where we basically fold and, and just lay down and let this thing walk. I don't care how bad the organizational heads do. I don't care how bad the, the athletes that cross over and speak against us do. I know what I stand for, and I can stand on it wholly and fully. I don't have to hide a syringe. I don't have to hide a needle. And I don't have to hide anything from my family when I'm talking about everything I do in my day around the gym, around my supplementation, and around my diet. There's no fear, there's no shame, and there's no remorse. And that is such a good thing to build on because that's a familial bond that everybody lives with and understands daily. If we can hold on to that, then we can bring people together because that's what we've been doing all our lives. Yeah, well said, my friend. Absolutely, very, very well said. Now, and I don't mean to be pessimistic about the sport because I love the sport. All I, my opinion is at this point, though, is that if we don't do something now, not next year, five years from now, ten years, not another forty years, if we don't do something right now, we're going to be in trouble. And I would hate to see that happen where people don't have a choice anymore. It's one way. Now, that's the way it is in other sports right now. It's all one way. That's not the, except for powerlifting, this is the only sport in the world that has two divisions, natural and enhanced. There are no other sports like that, baseball, football, hockey. No, it's all one way. It's a one-way street. If you don't use drugs in one of the other sports, you're probably never going to make it to the top level. They have a choice in bodybuilding. We provide that choice with our natural organizations. But there may not be a choice if we don't get our act together now and do something about it. We can't keep waiting year after year after year for this change. It's been changing for 40 years, but it's been incremental. It's been so small. We can't wait anymore. The time to act is now. Yes. Natural revolution. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) Absolutely. There you have it, folks. Let's jump on board. Yeah. Any more listeners out there with any comments or anything? (laughs) I don't know. I think they're digesting. I think they might be a little stunned. But uh, but you know what? Jim's right, folks. And the Natty Revolution, it's not just a clever marketing ploy to attract you to one particular promoter's shows. I mean, it truly is a call to think outside the box, think differently, do something different. And if you believe in the benefits, the choice that – natural bodybuilding provides, you you can't just sit back and let someone else do it. You have to be part of that effort. You have to be part of that movement. And even if you're not a bodybuilder, you love a bodybuilder, make sure that they're a natural bodybuilder and lend your support to making sure that this choice stays alive for all of the for all of the weightlifters, bodybuilders that are coming up. Anything that you can do to not encourage drug use that can turn into recreational drug use is going to be is going to be a benefit to the population at whole our young people our old people just support life that's what it's really about so with that dudes dudettes we are out of time jim thanks so much for joining us you bring a wealth well, of perspective that most of us don't even consider most of the time so why it's not always easy 
It's good to have it. We needed to hear it. So thank you. Kalen, last word. Hey, snickerdoodling steroids. <laughs> and right, there you have work, it. Guys. Keep getting the message out there. I love it. Take care. We will do. On behalf do, of Jim Evans, Kalen, the boys at P4P Muscle, and myself, your body is a temple, so let's build it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.